Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. All right, Kenya, we're back. We are back, Will. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Podcast number five. Ah, number five. Those are the applause. (laughs) That'd be fun. Just applause. (laughs) And uh, yeah, maybe even the uh, the, the basketball sounds. Yes, (laughs) right. (laughs) That's that next level. That's funny. All right. Well, well, let, let's actually keep on the uh, sort of near topic. And I, I paused you at the last podcast to mm-hmm. from talking about it. But let's uh, let's go into it. How to put together your own performances, uh, mm. your own bookings instead of relying on venues. Yes. Amen. Um this is really cool, and this is really important, I think, for independent artists. Um, this has really saved my career, I think, in a lot of ways financially. So when we're talking about money, because um, <laughs> if uh-huh. I was just sitting waiting for venues to always book me, particularly earlier or some you know, years back, um, I, I don't know. I'd be pretty stuck. Um And so I think this is a very, very important topic. And I think that independent artists, um, this is yet again with that music business hat um, becomes very relevant. And um, I I know a lot of, I have a lot of fellow independent artists who only book their own shows. They don't do any, um, don't have any people booking them. And they're very deliberate about that, in fact. Um, so this is, this is a popular, I think, concept and, and, a, and a really important one. So. So, so before you jump in, uh, let me ask you about those, uh, those artists, are they mm-hmm. already established or did they, uh, actually get this, um, get their notoriety or get their following through do, doing these types of performances i think they got their notoriety by doing those types of performances um yeah they they have built a brand and in fact their followers now kind of almost expect that um you know because now when you produce your own show now you've set you've set the whole scene more or less you know literally like physically and because you're controlling kind of how this whole presentation of your performance is going to be and right, so right. once people click into that and it's a good experience, the next time you perform, people are going to be expecting that. <laughs> and so um, the artists that I know, for them, it's more a situation where they now kind of pride themselves, you know, on their productions. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's how they've built it. So I'll, I'll have to be honest that this is something that I've never actually done. I was I'm more on the traditional side of getting gigs where people call you for a gig or it's, it's sort of the word of mouth or you you have a regular performance um, that's sort of on the books. So that's, that's mm-hmm. sort of what I'm used to doing. So um, yeah. this is a, a great 
uh, DIY approach <laughs> to being an independent artist. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's an important DIY too. Um, I do think though, you have to be very honest with yourself as an artist and that if you are not wired to be that organized planner can handle multiple, um, task at the same time mm-hmm. and and not go crazy then i would say you know be careful if you're trying to do your own production but if you have found yourself um you know organizing kind of your own gigs anyway and your own bookkeeping and your own and you know and have felt relatively you know comfortable with it i think yeah trying to, to produce a small Start small. I always say this. Start small. You know, try it out. Right. And, you know, you never really know. If you do it once and you hated it and it was miserable and you're like, oh, my God, never again, then, you know, be honest to that. But um, I think you may be surprised. Um, you know, I, I kind of fell into it again because I, I just was I was like, you know, waiting on venues to dictate kind of my destiny just doesn't quite make sense to me like it just right right um and you know i actually got triggered i got triggered by there was a venue that i was trying to perform at and um i was gonna be my husband is from buffalo new york right and um we wanted me to i this was earlier in my music career but it was enough i had product i had a band i had um you know so we thought okay it's time to perform i had performed i believe in Denver at that point, which is my hometown. Obviously, I had performed here in Chicago. So I felt ready. You know, um, my husband's from there. So his family, cousins, God sisters, you know, I mean, everybody. <laughs> so nice. His mom is, you know, in a sorority. And, you know, so she's, you know, they, they got a lot of people. So we figured, oh, this would be a right, nice right. thing. And so I approached a venue that was recommended for us to, for me to play at. And the venue basically was like, no. Um, we don't book independent <laughs> little people that we have no idea who they are. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, but the guy said, but, you know, if you want to rent out the space, if you just really need to, you want, you need a space to perform, we have that option. And that's actually how that, that's how it got how it triggered started, for me. Well. Yeah. That's how it got started. I was like, okay. And his fee really wasn't bad to rent out when I'd kind of played with the numbers and I thought about, well, my my mother-in-law is telling me she can get this many people, you know, and the venue seats this many people. And when I did the math, you know, not only was I definitely going to break even by renting the venue, but I was I had the potential to make maybe more than what they would have paid me if they booked exactly. me. Exactly. Yep, wow. and in fact that's what happened. And um it actually the venue I think was a little hurt. <laughs> they didn't really cuz we like sold <laughs> out, you know. Um, we had the street team in full effect and, you know, we basically, this was a 350 seater place and we got that, 350. That'll people. show you to underestimate independent <laughs> artists. <laughs> and they could have made a heck of a lot of money off of me that night. You know, they, they definitely exactly. way more than what they made with me paying the little fee they asked me to pay. And so when that went so well, that's kind of what inspired me. It showed me that I could do it. I'm like, you know, I need help. I can't do this by myself, but mm-hmm. I definitely can do it. And um, that's so from a practical it. perspective, um, mm-hmm. what 
you in saying that you need help, what would be the areas where you need most of the assistance? Um, I would say for me, the biggest help is always with marketing and promotions, um, okay. getting the, getting the word out that this, um, show even exists, <laughs> right, you know, right. me just doing my little post on Facebook, you know, that is just, that's just, you can't, you can't do it like that. It. Yeah. It yeah. won't cut it. You gotta, you gotta go beyond Facebook, believe it or not. Um, and so I, I needed a lot of work, help with people just getting the word out, sharing, um, getting the tickets out. And then because that was at a space that I did not live in, um, I, you know, needed a little bit of help um, from just making sure that the equipment and, you know, everything that we were going to need that night, um, you know, would be in place and would be set. The venue handled a lot of that. They had a back line. So, uh, okay. That's what I was about to say. To, they had a back yeah, line. And they had a they, back line. They have the uh, audio uh, from, for the audience as well. Yep. They, they really, we really okay. just had to come in. The musicians just came in with their instruments. They had a sound engineer. Perfect. I had to pay a little bit extra, obviously, to hire the sound engineer um, for the night um, and the lighting guy for the night. But, um, you know, and, and Did you have usually, to get insurance? Um, no, because of the way that the, the contract basically that, you know, I signed, you're, you're more or less renting that venue. So it kind of, I mean, it always okay. helps to have my company. I have insurance like in place with right. my company. So no matter where I go, that clause just exists. And I would say that if you have a company or you're looking into getting incorporated or LLC or whatever, you need to do that. That way you're always, no matter kind of where you're represented, um, that's there. Um, but yeah. We'll, we'll no. actually have that have that as another show. Uh, okay. you, you all definitely... If if you're trying to do be in the music business, you need to have a music business. <laughs> so <laughs> you 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 need to be incorporated. You need to have an LLC, uh, even if it's um. And we'll go into what what types of business structures you can set up. But uh, you just on the basic level, uh, any of this you can write off on your taxes yes. and all that stuff. So you need to have an LLC. But go go ahead and yeah uh, and yeah say what no. You're saying. It was, it, and that's just, that's just really huge. I mean, yeah, we're, we'd have to do a whole podcast on that. And it, it sounds more intimidating, honestly, than I think it is. Um, once you kind of learn the process and you understand, you know, its intention and what it is and it, and it becomes established, then it, you know, it kind of just runs, but, um, but it is, right. a, it's a scary space to kind of look at from the outside. Um, but. Yeah. So that, so th those are probably the areas I need the help with. And then, you know, just the moral, the, um, moral my, support. yeah, my, my <laughs> husband, you know, is my, he's my number one, like he literally saves me from jumping off that cliff pretty much, you know, weekly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, I'm not saying go get married and find someone who does that, but have right, somebody right. in your life. You know, it can be yep. a friend, a family member, whatever, a mentor, somebody that you can bounce some ideas off of or when you get into a really challenge and challenges are going to happen. You know, they're inevitable. Exactly. Um, so you just need that. Um, 
But yeah. Yeah, and it, I'll say the same. I, mm-hmm. You know, for me, uh, uh, my wife just gives me a whole different perspective on things and yes. just helps to make things a little bit more clearer. Yes. But that's, I mean, yeah, even if you don't have that, and, and basically when I was running and doing doing all the things that I was doing, I wasn't married yet. So yeah. uh, it was, it was um, a bit nerve wracking uh, <laughs> to try to accomplish some things on your own. <laughs> and, and, and I and, did that, you know. Yeah, but I was going to say, so. and you can do it. You know, I, I don't want to make people feel like, well, I don't have that. I don't have the social support. Um, what happened is the more you allow yourself to be open to these ventures, there's going to be different people that are going to start walking in your life. And exactly. um, that's when you're going to be able to start developing some relationships. And, you know, I the the universe has this very 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 magical way that um <laughs> that when yeah, you does. are opening it's yourself up you. yeah. to something that's worthy and productive and and fulfilling and purposeful that person's going to step in um it won't look like the person you thought it was going to look like you know you thought it was mm-hmm. going to be this man you're going to marry or this woman you're going to nope it may actually just be a little hobble bobble, but hobble bobble has a lot of, you know, advice and can be mm-hmm. a great mentor. And so, you know, that's so, yeah, yeah just, so, just be open, be open, yeah, be open, <laughs> be open. Yeah. So, so in setting up your own performances, you have, uh, you, you've gotten a venue, mm-hmm. um, you've, you've negotiated the price mm-hmm. and you have, uh, some marketing support in place. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the back line figured out, you have a sound engineer, lighting person, mm-hmm. and then you have, um, the, the tickets. So yes. how do you structure that? So that will, that will vary, um, depending on a couple of things. For instance, when I did that Buffalo, um, event, they handled their own ticketing. So I couldn't go and like use Eventbrite which is a very common tool mm-hmm. that people use for events. Um, they, they had their own thing um, and they were hooked to Ticketmaster. So as a part of our okay. deal, um, they agreed to handle all tickets. Um, okay. that, was a, that was a cushy deal. Because <laughs> a lot of yeah. a lot of yeah. uh, people don't, and they didn't, you know, charge me extra and all this other stuff to do that. That was just kind of a part of their package, and their their one flat fee covered all of that. Um, but you do have some places where it may not be an actual venue, meaning a music venue, meaning maybe it's just right. a loft. It might just be this really cool open space that you envision as a space to be able to put a show on. Um, and so when you select those types of venues, then yes, you're going to have, it's, it's more work because at that point you've got to get your own backline. You've got to find your own person for sound and sound engineering, which is critical, even more critical yeah. in a space that's not a venue because that space may not really be good for sound. <clears throat> um, I need and, to repeat And that. insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and insurance. <laughs> and insurance. I, I cannot urge. I mean, there are so many little cool little spaces now out there. People are, you know, with the whole concept of Airbnb and peer space. I mean, you've got some cool little spaces out there that really make you right, feel like, right. ooh, I'm going to have this amazing event. And then you get in there and it's all cement. And sound is echoing up, down, left, right, and all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> one big echo chamber. <laughs> one big echo chamber. So you really need to make sure. I know that I try very hard when I do my own productions, and I know other artists who do this try to find those venues that 
either one, yes, our venues and, you know, have the back line or they try to find spaces that is used to hosting music events. So, right. you know, you can have a, you, you know that it has a reputation of at least being able to give you what you need um, sonically and, you know, otherwise um, to be able to, to do that. So. And you would say you'd probably pay more for those types of venues. Not necessarily. Well, you okay. pay, I think it, it, it depends. Cause you know, honestly, if you find some little cool little nook, you know, you might only pay a few hundred dollars, but what's going to happen mm-hmm. is the venue may be cheap, but yes, you're going to maybe ultimately pay more. Cause now you got to get everything to make it right, right. To make it work. But with that, then that means, yes, you would need for ticket wise, you would need to, um, Eventbrite is a source that a lot of people use. I personally really like, um, brown paper. T- I think it's, is it called brown paper tickets? I think it's brown paper tickets. It's kind of a weird mm, name. I know. Yeah. Brown yeah, paper. T- <laughs> I we'll, like we'll, them. We'll find it and try to put a link to it in the show yeah, notes. I think, yeah, we'll, we'll have to find, I like them because, um, they, to me, financially, you get your money um, quicker um, <laughs> because okay. when you're using uh, Eventbrite like and all that, you've got their their companies, so they're trying to make money too. So they can kind of sometimes exactly. hold hold your money until after the event. Um, and Brown Paper Tickets does that; they have a feature where they'll hold it as well. But you could also have the option for it to go straight to PayPal, and it's not as um, the fee is not as high as some of the others, but at any rate, um, or if you have a really, really great website that, you know, some website platforms, you can actually collect money. Um, you know, you can do your, you can do your ticket sales directly from your website and just hook your PayPal, you know, to your website. And so it just, you know, you can do Perfect. it that way. Perfect. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of options, physical tickets, you, you know, most people now everything is online, but, um, the other nice thing about brown paper tickets is they do have an option where you can get so many physical tickets without an extra, a whole lot of extra money to pay for that. So if okay. you, you know, need to go old school, get in people's faces. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, and yeah. Hand out stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. And, all, and also it's helpful to have uh, free tickets to give away to press. Absolutely. Yep. And you need to you need so. to budget that then, <laughs> right? Right. Exactly. So and and beyond press, you know, you may have some family, or you know, I wouldn't say though, don't do this, don't do this, don't tell the band y'all can bring you know five people up in here. No, you cannot. Oh man, yeah. no, you cannot. <laughs> very very important message. <laughs> the band cannot do that. You know, and I my band they know me. It's like they're lucky. They're like. Can we bring one person? We do. We get to bring exactly. somebody. <laughs> yeah, um, but you're paying their ticket. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but yeah, that's that. You need to make sure you think about that when you're doing your um, yep. estimates, your budget. And um, now, do you uh, go ahead? Go no, ahead. no, no. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I was going to ask about uh, security. Yeah, security usually depends on numbers and, you know, what. Um, if and again the type of venue if you're getting an established venue they already have that in place so that usually is um, just a part of the comes with the package Um, Mm -hmm. if you are doing a space that is not an is literally is just a space yes Um, if your numbers are over a certain number they usually do require that you have um, somebody hired as security um, I've mm-hmm. never had to do a situation for a performance 
where I had to go and hire my my separate um, security. security. I've had parties okay. <laughs> in just life. <laughs> I've had that, or we had to get security. But um, in my performances, I haven't had to. I haven't had to do that yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these are are big considerations too, because uh, that's why uh, the other reason why we um, implore you <laughs> to start yeah. a business. Because if something happens and uh, and someone decides to sue you, you know, you have a a company set up that will keep your personal assets uh, out of the lawsuit. So, yes. No, it's really important. And and I would say if you're going to, you know, I like I said, these other artists that I know, I know I do a mixed bag and I honestly do more now getting booked than I do probably of putting on my own productions. But had I not done my own productions you know, that is what allowed me to increase my draw and my following and to be able to say, you know, um, I performed at this venue and they don't know, like for instance, the venue I performed in Buffalo is called the Trough and the Trough is a really, it's probably Buffalo's most major um, venue for soul and jazz music. So you're Robert Glasper, you're Leila Hathaway, you know, those, that's who they typically book. Um, And so for me now I can say I performed at the Trough you know what I'm saying? Whoa, you performed at the Trough. Right, now, right. you know, I did my own production at the Trough, but, exactly. you know, I did perform at the Trough. And that it's not so much, it's it's more of, wow, you were able to have those kind of numbers at a venue like the Trough, you know, um, becomes becomes really telling and, and important. So. Yeah. And, and in essence, you're, you're being, you're actually um, adding another hat to your business and to what you do. You're being your own promoter. And instead of relying on a promoter to bring you out to a venue or or whatever it is, you're just being that you're being your own promoter. So I'm so glad you just said that because I think that we we get caught for whatever reason um, with music. And I, I think I understand why this happens, but we really get caught in that Hollywood glamour um, interpretation of what it means to be a performer um, or an artist. And so we think things should just kind of come to us (laughs) and that, you know, we're just going (laughs) to wait to be found because we're so great, you know, and that's just not the reality, you know, honestly for anybody kind of in the music these days. I mean, it's, you know, you're more even established artists are having to get more hungry and having to get more involved um, so that promotion piece, you know, hiring a promoter or whatever, you know, I am not a big promoter girl. Um, I just, you know, even when I get booked for a venue, it's typically the venue then that's promoting the show and me. So we're, right, they, they're right. doing what they need to do to get their, their numbers. And I'm doing what I need to do to bring the people in. We don't really have this middle guy who is helping um, and because that has worked for me really well, then I really don't getting a promoter promoter really doesn't pop in my head. It's, and it's not that I'm not, you know, I'm not against it. Um, I think right. I've worked, I've had maybe two promoters that I really worked with. One of my UK tours was completely uh, a promoter that handled everything. Um, obviously that was very helpful because it was international and so forth, but I've right, also exactly. gone over there and did the last time I went, um, it was with two other artists and we self-promoted, self-produced, self-everything um, that 
thing. And it was, it was, yeah, that was, was that was going to be my next, my next, uh, <laughs> question. Well, it's yeah. sort, of, sort of comment question. It's like, I think it would be a better approach if you actually teamed up with another artist yeah. or another couple artists. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, and be honest about, um, who you're coupling up with. You know, you gotta, you gotta right. make sure that artistically it makes sense. Um, and then back to what we were saying, that work ethic thing, um, you don't want to be the artist that's touring with a bunch of, um, other artists who aren't pulling their weight. And, exactly. um, yeah, you know, if, if everybody is doing this and we got an artist over here and she, or he's just call me when it's time to get along. on the stage, you know, no, <laughs> going along. Yeah. For the ride. Yeah, exactly. Not, <laughs> not contributing anything. What are no, you bringing to the table? <laughs> no, uh-uh. no, 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 no. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, just yeah div- I've done that. Divvy up the tasks, you know, one, one person handle the back line, one person handle, you know, getting, uh, um, promotion or, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody does promotion. I mean, you have your own right. band, but you know, just divvy up the tasks, what's necessary, right. what's needed yeah. to, to book the event. And it, you know, for, for us, when we, I went, I did that with two artists um, and going to London, one is Gwendolyn Collins. The other, her name happens to also be Kenya. I know the irony in that is crazy. <laughs> um, she's Kenya soul singer. I'm just Kenya, but um, we, we did that together and, and, you know, Gwendolyn was definitely the more, she is like chief organizer. Like she's really, really, detailed and you know and so we kind of try to use people for what they do well you know what i mean exactly so um kenya soul singer is really really great with graphics and things like that so and voiceovers so for when we had promotional videos and stuff she was able to pull those together um so yeah it's you know there's a lot of ways to skin a cat and when you're doing Mm -hmm. your own production and um I, I do want to say, though, that I think that you should be prepared. You know, it is a lot of work. It is not. Um, I, I don't think it's for the faint of heart. I don't think it's um, simple. <laughs> it has right, a lot right. of legs to it. Um, but I do think it's a good exercise. And um, I encourage when my clients from Creating Crimson, um, I do encourage them to put on um, however small um, it needs to be their own something, whether it be a showcase, um, exactly. you know, whether it be a house concert where you maybe go to um, a friend's house, invite some people over and, you know, make the night a more formal occasion than just some friends listening to some music, you know, just something so that you can get a taste of that. And, um, you can, can also be able to kind of dictate a little bit more of, of people hearing hearing you so yeah i think it's a yeah i would thing. think uh that 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 would be a nice little angle depending on your your craft or your style of music um and i know we have a mutual friend that does house concerts mm-hmm. uh Maritri. Mm-hmm. um that's that's a really nice angle uh to promote your music and to get really loyal cust- loyal absolutely. fans you know absolutely House concerts are becoming like the thing for singer songwriters, right, right. um, um, even jazz, maybe, you know, musicians that obviously are doing more live, you know, and more not needing a whole, you know, band. Maybe it's just you and your instrument or you have one accompaniment. Mm-hmm. Um, it is definitely becoming a really in thing. And a lot of um, 
<laughs> it's getting hard to get booked for those because you've got companies now that manage house concerts. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you try to get on the roster, you know, of that company so that you can get, you know, I, I say, you know, that's one way to skin that cat, but also understand, you know, you have friends that live in a house <laughs> or that live, <laughs> that live in places. And that's another you know? way to, that's another way to do a tour is to just do a house concert tour. Um, so well, we, we, we can go back to, to back in the day when they did rent parties. Yes. You know, yes. Ra- raise the rent. Yes, there's so many creative ways now with technology, too. They've even got now streaming um, places where you can put on your show, like, in your own house or your own backyard. And then on social media or online, people pay, like, a little small fee, and they just click and they can watch you. And now, look, what your overhead was nothing. You know what I mean? But people still had to pay a little bit of, you know something to 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 something watch to, you to, to participate yeah yeah that's that's perfect so yeah that that's um i think this this topic here is as is actually one of the the things that's going to help a lot of indie artists um mm-hmm. really really create their own revenue stream mm-hmm. and, and build their own business because yes w- waiting on a venue is just uh you know it's it's not it's basically giving the keys to somebody else mm-hmm. to, for your business. Yeah. Yeah. It and, can be really, and it's, it, it can be, it's, it's an ego crusher too sometimes. I mean, because you, <laughs> you may be thinking I'm no good or whatever, cause people aren't booking me. Um, and that's not the case. And hopefully we kind of made that clear in our, you know, getting gigs podcast that venues are, you know, they're looking at the business of this, you know, way more. Exactly than they are the actual, you know, talent sometimes. And so, um, you know, it can get very overwhelming as a beginning independent artist to never be getting booked for things. And so I do think it's worth, you know, taking, taking action. Um, and, and, you know, like you said, partnering with other independent artists, maybe it's not that you're doing a whole tour, but you know, there's a local, maybe there's two other local artists and it's like, you know, guys, let's just put on our own, showcase together um you know and keep it small and simple you know um i've done that so many times um just locally here in chicago um when i was first starting so that's you know there's there's a lot of ways and if you if you like the idea if you're listening to this you're like oh that sounds cool but i just still feel like wow i don't get it you know that's <laughs> that's one of the things i know for my coaching i help with that and i really hold hands with you on that because um right. there you know we're giving you kind of a broad stroke of of the things you need to do but there's a lot of minutiae and you know nuance in, in there that you have to be thinking about and um you know i know that you know will on one hand could you know be talking to you a little bit about the you know, this is the overall thing you need to be thinking about financially <laughs> for what you're mm-hmm. trying to do. And then I kind of get a little bit more in the detail. Okay. Week two, you need to get action <laughs> one, two, and three <laughs> exactly. taken care of. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot to do. And, uh, and, and I know that I, if, if I had that mind back, back when I was really doing a lot of touring, um, I probably would have started doing that, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, it was, 
it was a different world. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm, and I'm saying back when it's really only like, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe like, like you know, five to 10 years ago. I you know? know. And things are moving so quick. Like I they even are, feel like I can't keep up, you know? Um, I mean, people are putting on their own things in so many creative ways now. I mean, you've got people now, I know some musicians now here in Chicago, they, they're doing these like series, so instead right. of touring, instead of going, you know, in all these other cities, they're doing that's just, perfect. Yeah, they're doing kind of this series, that's, and that's so fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and it allows, and they have a different theme, so that keeps it different, you know, so that yeah, it's it not it like you're just yeah. doing the same songs every month or whatever. But in this series, they're making it so cool. There's this one band out here where they're doing it's like a live recording. Um, performance so when right you so come, like snarky puppy type yeah, thing. yeah snarky puppy set that off a lot of people are um taking that concept and just you know making it a little bit more scaled down so particularly from um, instrumentalist bands right you do this series where you bring in a singer each month and so you become yeah, wow. like that house band that you know so you guys are getting a chance to still play regularly. And then you've got different singers, you know, being able to come in and you That's get a smart. different experience. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's beautiful. some cool ways that people are skinning cats um, to, when I say skinning a cat, meaning, you know, yeah. there's different ways to do this. Um, yeah. And I'm, and you can actually start doing uh, art shows and, and mm-hmm. even having, you know, dancers or whatever, what type of music you do, it depends. Right. But, you know, just, just have all types of, uh, multimedia presentations, yeah. uh, yeah. to really, you know, ramp up what you're doing. Yep. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. No, you're inspiring me. I'm like, wait a minute. I need to start right? a new series. Like, <laughs> it's like, 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 hold on. <laughs> I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. This is great. Great stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then ultimately, you know, financially, obviously, that's the, the goal. You know, when you're doing just just keep in mind when you're doing these things, you know, always try to plan to break even. At least you do not want a loss on this because that will just really kind of depress you even more yeah. to do all this work to just have a loss. Um, yeah. Try your hardest to budget things in a way. Um, where you're being incredibly conservative um, and that, you know, you are trying to at a very, very, very minimum break even. So it may mean that you might not be able to have as many musicians on this gig, or it may mean that you're not going to be able to have background vocals, you know, vocalists, and you're not going to be able to have the lighting, you know, guy turn red and purple on you. Like, I mean, you know, it may be, (laughs) it may be these different things, but that's okay because you want to build, you know, you, you got to build. Yeah. So yeah. you start off, um, you know, a little bit small. Um, and that one other piece is if you um, have connections or you've done enough local shows that people really like you, uh, you can count on a certain draw. Mm-hmm. Um, this may be something that you can actually bring to a sponsor. Yes. And then they will pay for it. Right. If it starts to have a really, really. And I'm so glad you said this. Well, I um, I've been talking about on these podcasts, this event I have coming up called Art Voices Matter, which is um, it's not shows, but it's uh, master classes, workshops. There are there is a performance element 
by each artist that's presenting. But it's funny, a lot of people have said to me, you know, well, who's sponsoring it? And who's, and I'm like, mm, huh. <laughs> can you MJ Music Productions? <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, and while, yes, I have a sponsorship package and, you know, trying to kind of get the word out there to, to, to bigger entities that were doing this, my expectation is by no means that somebody's just going to swoop in and do this because we've never done this before. You right, know, right. I'm, I'm merely trying to get on people's radar. That is it. I'm just trying to get on your radar. And so this is a, a huge investment yet again in my world. Um, but my, I believe in it. And I believe that, you know, we, if we can make this successful, you know, and, and have good attendance and have, or good experiences, it doesn't even have to, cause ma- the beauty of a master class is that you don't need so many people as much as you need a, a really wonderful experience. Um, right. because there you're you trying to connect. Yeah. Um, but if we are able to do that now, I can go to those sponsors and say, look, we've got, we, we created this experience for these many, you know, people and artists and so forth. Um, so it's the same idea when you're trying to get people, other people to invest in you, ah, you gotta show that they're worth investing in you. (laughs) Exactly. It's, it's success breeds success. And when, when you have the numbers and the track record, uh, it's, it's a no brainer for any business that they right. know that so many eyeballs will see that see their product and uh and and want to be a part of that experience so right. i mean you're you're right right on point so that's that's what i was why i was saying after you've built up you know so many shows or or, or even even if this is your first show but you've been performing the, the first show that you're doing on your own but if if you've been performing in venues for however long right. and and the whatever sponsor sees that sees that track record, they'll be right. more willing to give you, even if it's a small amount, you know, right. just for product placement, um, you know, hand out, whatever, like, uh, be, what do you call them things? Those, uh, beer snuggies or, right. uh, you know, know, whatever it is, some, right. something, something small, some token that they can promote their business. Right. Um, something where they can promote it. Yes. So yeah, there's different, there's different ways that, um, People, you can do also in kind kind of donations when you were talking about that. It made me think of, um, you know, I do this for you. You do, we do that for you. You know, that kind of deal. Exactly. To get exactly. people, <clears throat> you know, on board. Onboarded. Yeah, it's just a matter of keeping your costs down and, yeah. and also maximizing your profit at the same time. So that's it. And think about that, guys. Please don't get caught up in, ooh, I, this song I don't like that part. Like, I mean, that's important, (laughs) but if the business, if you're putting too much money on the front end on this and it's just not making sense and there's no way you would ever recoup that financially to do your own show, that means don't do your own show. You know, that's my belief. Um, You should never put yourself to me. I, I, when I have produced my own things, um, you know, I, I, I've many a time had said, well, I just, I can't do this production because, um, financially it makes no sense. You know, it just doesn't make sense. And, you know, me charging people all these crazy dollars, um, is the only way that I can, you know, it's just, now there are times where, um, you know, if you're doing like, um, a major kind of a a really big thing, you know, that's usually, that may be harder to break even. And so you may have to, it it becomes more of an investment because you know, the next thing, you know, will be, will, will, 
will help out or you're preparing for that next thing. But if you're just trying to do a little, you know, a small, you just want to get perform, you want to have some people to come out to hear you. Maybe you're going to partner with another artist. Um, right. You know, there's no reason to lose money in doing something quaint and, you know, reasonable like yeah, that. Yeah. If, if you can only bring in 50 people and you're going to charge $20 a ticket, that's, that's a budget. thousand bucks. <laughs> that's your budget, right? That's that's your budget. So, uh, keep, you know, um, <laughs> you just got to be real. If, if that's that's your budget, then you have to keep. You can't bring in, you know, five musicians. At uh, thank you, Will. You know. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys, are you listening to this? I say this. I, I that's your budget. So why do we I have mean, 50 people on the stage, you know, and everybody brought home $2? Really? Really, guys? You, you, you got to be realistic. I mean, you might sell uh, right. maybe, you know, have 25 CDs at $10. So that's $250. So your budget right. is 1250 So, right. you know, just be realistic about it. Exactly. Exactly. And I, you know, it's funny that because I am starting, I, I do think I may, I, I may, I may produce my own holiday show here in Chicago. Okay. That's a little, that's a little, I slipped the goods, right? Um, That's an exclusive, right. you know, exclusive. I'm not sure yet. I don't know yet, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the numbers and I thought about it and I'm just like, huh, you know, am I... <laughs> Because the other thing is now for me, the challenge I'm coming into, because I am a little bit more at another level in my music career, you know, my my musicians, I try very hard to pay them at a certain level. So if I'm asking right. them now to, to come do this wonderful, you know, great, extravagant show, but oh, yeah, by the way, I'm going to pay you the least I've ever paid you or maybe less exactly. than we've never that's not working. You know what I mean? That's not working. And so musicians always expect more during the holidays. Yep. 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 So that's what made me like, Oh, back to the drawing board, you know, but um, I have a concept in my head of what I'd like it to kind of be like. So, you know, we'll see, but notice what time of the year it is. It is May. There you go. And I'm all ready, (laughs) which is another part of, um, with creating crimson, what I would do, you know, if you are interested in talking a little bit more about putting on your own production, um, I, I definitely timing is time management and, um, how you go about timing of, of the production is a critical piece. So, um, the earlier. Yeah. And, and just along those lines too, there's, uh, uh, pick up the making money in the music business, uh, book that I have out. And it'll give you a lot of these concepts too. Um, and you can get that at making money in the music biz, biz.com. Yes. And I'm also a coach with yes. Kenya at, on creating crimson. So if you want to book a consultation through her, through creating crimson, yep. uh, go to her site at, at creating crimson.com. And we go. are, we are, because we are like getting into summer and, Summer is usually when people are feeling a lot more carefree and happy. The sun is out. Um, so mm-hmm. I try to make, I, I've got some summer deals right now so that um, we can make things, you know, affordable for people and, you know, so that you can get this. You really, you you need this information, guys. Um, Will's book 
is amazing. And it's something that honestly, I don't, I told him, I don't know many books out there that really are giving you that kind of actual go use it, you know, information. Um, some of it can be kind of really lofty and hard to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, but he's done a nice job to really help break it down. And then on top of that, he can do <clears throat> a whole consultation with you so that you're getting that kind of verbal guidance um, along with what he, you know, is talking about. And answering book. specific questions. You know, a lot of people's right. approaches and businesses are, are uh, tailor, tailored to them and they're different. So uh, for every, every situation, there's a, a specific approach that you have to take. And I'm right. just giving you the general concepts. So it's, it's really important to know how to approach it from where you are. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So. Great. Well, well this we've has had been a... great yet again. We've got some more Dang. really wonderful information. Really key, important information. Yeah, I, I, I learned a lot actually from this one. This was really good. <laughs> well, I got inspired. I'm like, oh my God, I got to go do my own show. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm doing that quite yet, but yeah. Yeah. No, this it was is great. Good stuff. It was great. Good stuff. All right. Perfect. Well, I can't wait for next week. I can't either. And, and I, this is my shameless plug again. Arts Voices Matter by, you know, it's right around the corner. Our first one is June 17th. So I'm pushing that. This is, we're going to, you're going to have some other artists talking about pretty much reiterating and emphasizing the things that Will and I have been talking about. So if you are interested in attending, registration is still open. The series is from June through October. And if you go to artsvoicesmatter.com, you'll see um, from MC Light to Foreign Exchange to Claude McKnight from Take Six. A lot of really good people to learn from. So Perfect. All right. right. Well, thanks again. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you next time.